Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For 80 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. Starting now. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Matthew 5 and verse 9. What a wonderful verse and wonderful teaching from the Master, the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. What a wonderful way to begin our program today, thinking about the word peace and peacemakers. Thank you to our J. Webb for his kind introductions and welcomes, and greetings to all of you who listen to us here with our broadcast from the International Gospel Hour. We are always indebted to our listeners And we are delighted to receive comments from you and requests for study material that's absolutely free. Join us for our study here today, but a little later on, our J-Webb will tell you about a couple of free publications, actually a free publication and a free Bible track for your further study. Stay with us today here on International Gospel Hour, and let's go back to Matthew 5 and verse 9, part of the Beatitudes those attitudes to become. You know, when we study the Beatitudes in Matthew 5, the Sermon on the Mount section, we look, first of all, at the breakdown of the Beatitudes of the beginning stage. That would be verses 3 and 4 of chapter 5. The poor in spirit is one with a broken heart and a bruised and beaten heart that is crying out, needing God, absolutely rock bottom in life, no other way to turn. And then in turn, if you will, they mourn. That shows the action of a crying out broken heart and a combination of comfort and forgiveness, and there is hope in Christ. Those that mourn because of their suffering of sin, they are rock bottom. But then we see the progress stage of the Beatitudes, verses 5 and 6. The meek life, if you will, shows a growth and progress of that heart that is struggling. That we find a better way of life, so we're improving and we're growing for God, and we hunger and thirst for righteousness to fill that heart with the right thing, the goodness of God. Then you have what's called the perfection stage. That's verses 7 On through verse 9, with a merciful life, from verse 7, this same individual now extends mercy and grace to others on behalf of Christ because it was extended to them. It made a difference in their life, in their lives rather, and now it will make a difference in others. With a pure heart, from verse 8, one can keep that freedom through Christ in keeping the heart pure because of its obedience. You know, they were pricked in the heart in Acts 2 and verse 37 with the preaching of the gospel. And in turn, they were told to repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins. In Romans 6 and verse 17, Paul says, But God be thanked that you were the servants of sin, but you have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which is delivered unto you. Being then made free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness. And now one is merciful because of the mercy in one's life, and one's heart is now focused and free from any foreign mixture. They're not going to go back to a life that they came from, that they suffered and and battled. 
Now we want to study about that inner peace from Matthew 5 and verse 9. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. So what we have with the Beatitudes, dear friends, that beginning stage when a person is rock bottom realizing, I need God in my life. I can't do this anymore. I'm making a mess of it. And then when we are obedient to the gospel of Christ and we come unto the realm of Christ and guided by Him, then there's a stage to where we begin to grow and improve and perfect ourselves, and that is maturing in Christ. You see, a babe in Christ needs milk, 1 Peter chapter 2. But a mature Christian desires more meat as they grow, Hebrews 5, 12 through 14. Paul rebuked the church at Corinth because he told them that they needed to be fed again with milk and not with meat. Now, let's talk about Matthew 5, verse 9, Blessed are the peacemakers. My friend Alan Webster did some research I found interesting that the New Testament word for peace occurs 88 times, and it is in each of the 27 New Testament books. Seventeen of the New Testament letters begin with the wish for peace upon their readers, and many close with the benediction of peace. The word is generally thought to refer to an absence of war or the cessation of strife, struggle, or conflict. Epicurus summed up the philosophical view of peace as absence of pain in body or trouble of mind. Now, keeping that in mind of the idea of peace, that means here is an individual who has peace within themselves. Oh, my, look at what they have overcome. But through God, there is that peace that passes all understanding. So within our context of this blessed Sermon on the Mount, we are noting that peace or the peace that one has is due to one's salvation in Christ Jesus. Let's talk about the peacemaker today, that maturity level for the child of God. But first, R.J. Webb has that information to receive a free bi-monthly publication from us here at International Gospel Hour. We at International Gospel Hour are honored to offer a free bi-monthly publication to send your way. For over 30 years, the Gospel Gleaner has provided sound biblical studies in a periodical format. It's published six times every year, and subscriptions are always free. Just go to gospelgleaner.com and sign up for either the mail or email version. Be sure to post in the comments box that you heard it from the International Gospel Hour. Again, for a free subscription of the Gospel Gleaner, just sign up at gospelgleaner.com. Let's continue our studies. Dear friends, let us note that the peacemaker is preserved as a child of God. Now, dear friends, we are not advocating one is preserved as in sinless or a once-saved, always-saved position, meaning no matter what we do, it doesn't matter, but rather how the child of God keeps a continual peace in his or her life. The Father God is the God of peace, and according to Hebrews 13, 20 and 21, He will perfect or mature one in every good work. So we continue to remain in that peace. As a peacemaker, we are practicing peace. We are letting people see the effect of peace in our lives. The Savior, Jesus Christ, is the Prince of Peace, Isaiah 9 and verse 6. He is our example, 1 Peter 2, 21. The gospel grants us peace, for it is the 
gospel of peace, according to Romans 10.15 and Ephesians 6 and verse 15. It brings one peace in obedience, just like we saw the beginning stage and the progress stage, that we have our lives together only through Christ and our obedience unto Him, but it keeps us continually in peace, and that's 1 Corinthians 15, 1 and 2. Therefore, dear friends, the followers of Christ are people of peace. This is affirmed in John fourteen twenty seven and 2 Corinthians 13 and verse 11. We remain that way as long as one walks in Christ. As one remains that way, one continues to walk in Christ. Therefore, we are preserved because we continue to walk in that light, 1 John 1, 7. Now, secondly, the peacemaker is not only preserved, but is a preventer as a child of God. You know, there are things that disrupt peace and harmony And we can have a part in preventing those things that disrupt. For example, there's a disrespect for authority. But when we walk according to Colossians 3 and verse 17, we're going to stand within that authority and cease that disrespect. When the party loyalty or when the divisions arise, we have the root of 1 Corinthians 1, 10 through 12 to bring peace within. Even the personality clashes among brothers and sisters in Christ. Paul addressed those in Ephesians 4, 1 through 3 of those Jews and Gentiles that had come to Christ with a life of peace. When there's a lack of brotherly love, we can contribute to make certain that we are giving the love and the peace that is needed to bring others more to Christ, because that's how the world will know we are Christ if we have love one for another, John 13, 34, and 35. We are reminded from Matthew 12:25 that a house divided cannot stand, and the child of God must prevent any strife and problem from coming upon others. Let us always embrace that God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints, 1 Corinthians 14:33. So you see, the peacemaker that has peace in their lives can help others come to that peace or remain therein. Dear friends, let's pause here. When we talk about confusion, yeah, there's a lot going on in this world. But did you know the Bible is right? Here's a special offer, and our J-Web will tell you about it. Friends, we can look at this world, and no doubt something is wrong. But did you know the Bible is right? We have a special free booklet we'd like to send you called Something is Wrong, But the Bible is Right. It is an exceptional study that clears away a lot of the confusion in the religious world and lets us see that the Bible is always right. Just call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Bible Tract. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say, Bible Tract. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Bible Tract in the message box. Another free offer of study from your friends here at International Gospel Hour. Now, back to our study. As we bring our thoughts to a conclusion today, how blessed we are to see, indeed, blessed are the peacemakers, preserved as a child of God and a preventer as a child of God, 
Let's keep in mind the words of Peter in 1 Peter 3.14, Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent that you may be found of him in peace, without spot and blameless. Do you have that inner peace, friends? Peace that comes by the blood of the cross, Colossians 1.20? Dear friends, if not, let us help you toward that end in a study of God's Word. Join us and visit us here at InternationalGospelHour.com, and we'll continue another time. I'm Jeff with International Gospel Hour. Dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com.